0: Is your cell phone bill out of control? Then this is your wake-up call. The new TrackPhone Wireless gives you unlimited talk and text starting at $20 a month, no contract, plus unlimited carryover data with active service. Yep, the new TrackPhone Wireless. Now you're in control. See terms and conditions at trackphone.com. The following program is rated D for dumb. They left me, my best friend's not at home. Can't get that woman off my mind. I've never been the brooding kind, but there's still one thing. are you ready to dumb it down? Well, that's excellent because we have a lot to do today. We need to get really dumb. We need to get really down. Yeah, we gotta get down with the dumb. Gotta get down with the dumb. It is Dave Canyon. Hello, everybody. Welcome, dumb dumbs. It's a term of endearment for those of you who are new to the show. Welcome, dumb dumbs, to the Dumbcast. It's a dumb cast in a car cast and a podcast. Three in one. And it is a uh, December 7th, Sunday. Is it afternoon already? It is. It is December 7th, Sunday afternoon. I'm leaving a little bit late. I got caught in a vortex. I did a little extra work today, somewhat reluctantly, but I don't want to go down that road. I was really a little bit angry. I was bummed out a couple of hours ago, but I got it done. It was a lot of work, uh, problems, issues, obstacles. Unbelievable. But I got it done, and uh, then I got caught in a conversational vortex and um, I then I went to Walmart. I had to get some milk because we get coupons, and uh, I, I, I give uh, I get milk for some people that I know that uh, need it, and I am more than willing to help. Otherwise, the milk goes to waste. You have all these milk coupons that never get given out. or guys, don't use them because they're lactose, you know, you know, intolerant and all that. But anyway, thank you, folks, for tuning in to Dumbing It Down with Dave. My name is Dave Canyon. I am your one and only solo podcast host. And real quickly, I want to. And this is the fastest podcast on earth as we will be traveling on the New York State Thruway southbound in a few matter of minutes. I may or may not let you know that we're on the Thruway, but right now we're on a back road headed towards the Thruway, uh, leaving Walmart in Rensselaer, New York, uh, right around the corner from where I work, uh, at least for the duration until, uh, who knows, until the until the Titanic sinks, until the milk, the milk tannic sinks. Um, uh, the farm, as we some of us call it, uh, uh, just may close. We don't know. We have filed Chapter Eleven, and every day is a fascinating day in uh, in uh, milk delivery history. All right, so um, yeah, it is. Uh, this show is all about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. And I try to dumb it down. I have a topic that we're going to discuss today. Something came up. Uh, I'm, I wish it didn't come up, but something did come up, and. I, I have to say, in the, in the most honest way possible, I'm glad it came up because it was a distraction from what I was originally feeling about two or three hours ago when I was doing all this extra work that seems to be left to me every Sunday. I mean, I gladly do it. Yes, I do get paid. But I was kind of like, ah, I just want to go home. And I was like, oh, I can't go home. I got this work to do. And if I don't do this work, then four or five guys that come in on Sunday nights will not be as prepared as they would have been. And, I, you know, I would want them to do it for me, right? Treat others as you would want others to treat you. And uh, I know that it, chances are these favors will never be returned, right? But you can't do it for that reason, right? You just got to do it because you do it. And yes, I do get paid handsomely for these last few hours, but I got to tell you, man, I, 12 o'clock p.m., I'm first getting on the throughway, I should have been home two or three hours ago. Anyway, if we all do a little, then we all do a lot. And more often than not, on Sundays, people do nothing. And that's okay. That's fine. It's fine. It's fine. That's fine. I've heard every excuse. I've been here for six years. I've heard every excuse possible, and not just in, in here at my job, but in, in my life. You know, you know why, why? Why did I let go of all my depleters? We're not going to go down the depleter road, and we're not going to go down why I don't have friends road. But you know what? After a while, like you, you, you start hearing these excuses, you go, "Boy, that's so funny." Like, I I heard that excuse before. Or I heard a different excuse. It's like, "No, nah, you're all lying. You're, you're all just just say, Dave, I am not interested." Oh, that's honesty. But they're afraid to hurt my feelings. But they don't realize that everybody does that. Like, you know, and by the way, if this was really a crappy 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 podcast, I think I'd be the first one to know. I think you know what? This is horrible. I don't like this. I'm not doing this anymore. If I thought I really wasn't funny, I never would have done stand-up comedy. I think I would recognize it. Although, the, you know, we do have a term for people like that and they're called delusional. There are a lot of people who are delusional. And yes, I have worked with them. I work with them now, and I've worked with them in stand-up comedy. I've worked with them in theater. I worked with them. I, you know, I, I know these people delusional. I've been with parents who are delusional about the kids. Oh yeah, you know, in a couple of years, I am sure he'll be. You know, he'll, you know, he'll be uh, going to college, playing baseball. Then I'll go. He'll go pro. I go. Are you kidding me? You know who goes pro? Studs. Studs go pro. Six foot two, two hundred twenty-five pounds, muscles, great fielder. You know. Uh, College educated all that, you know, <laughs> your your kid ain't going into the pros. I, I I remember being in a bowling league. Oh yeah, yeah. One day I'll go pro. Really? Okay. Well, you know, um, the the odds of really achieving the paramount of any field to be at the top, nearly impossible. The odds are stacked against you. We're going to talk about odds in a couple of minutes here. But anyway, I just want to let you know, let you know that I know that this podcast is okie dokie. It's not great not horrible but when i have like a list of people like constantly oh well you know i uh, mm, uh, mm, uh you know what? shut up you're lying all right enough all right enough about that enough about this enough about all that real quickly i want to thank alex exum that that was my icebreaker i just want to thank alex exum at the top of the show he's the guy that does, that does here's dave he, he introduces the show so um thank you alex exum alexexum.com uh tuesday nights he does um live talk you'll hear that at Spreaker he also does the Exum experience also you hear that on Spreaker look up alexexum.com a-l-e-x-e-x-u-m and thank you to uh, Linda from awesome insanity Surfers. surfers not surface Surfers. s-u-r-f-e-r-s awesome insanity you'll find that also here on Spreaker she supplies the AI voices and Hal and Philly Hal and Philly does Tales of the Road Warriors podcast And he also has a new podcast he just created Called It's Easy When You Know How It's Easy When You Know How Both of those shows you can now find on Spreaker Yeah But one thing Hal I just want to say I just noticed that this morning We need more cowbell Alright The following program is rated uh, hold on D- a second For dumb I don't have it like Yeah Give it a second If I was to redo this song I would do it in a CCR style Here it goes Here yeah. We need more cowbell. We need more cowbell. That's all I'm saying. We need more cowbell. I would really love to be behind the kit, you know, the drum set, uh, to redo the song and, and uh, really bang at that cowbell. You know, kind of like, uh, um, what's that, uh, Mississippi Queen? You know, really like tough. I want to hear a tough version, Hal. Let me be behind the kit for the tough version, the real, the heavy, the, the heavy, not heavy metal, just like really like CCR, but like, <audience sound> alright, anyway, so thanks to all those people, thanks to uh, uh, the Pats, Pat Mason and Pat Mar- Marucci. it's either Marucki or Maruki. well, you know, and thank you Pat, uh, both Pats, but thank you Pat Maruki. Uh that sounds Italian, so I'm going to go with Maruki. Uh for doing all you do and being such a friend. I really uh, I'm amazed that it's taken me this long to get around to thanking you because you've been uh, pal, you're sharing all the time. Well, you get a chance. I know how life is for you. So you get it. And uh, please say hello to your much uh, prettier half, um, Randy. Thank you very much. Uh, you, you, I really appreciate your support. I appreciate everybody's support. All right. Let's get to it. Yeah, let's get to it. We're not going to waste any time today. So, Here's the, uh, here's the unfortunate show. Did I cover it? I think I covered everything. All right, here's the unfortunate show. So this is kind of fascinating. Um, New York Times article. You guys might already know about this. If not, let's discuss it. Uber, U-B-E-R, Uber, you know, the ride share, whatever they want to call it. Uber says that 3,045, 3,045 sexual assaults were reported in the United States rides last year. So, in other words, wherever Uber is in the United States, not in the world, in the United States, and from what I remember, there are 50 states. I do not know if that includes Puerto Rico and Guam, which I think are territories. I really, I'm not down on the whole, you know all that stuff but let's just assume there's 50 states okay let's just assume 3,045 sexual assaults were spread out on 50 states that would be 60 almost 61 sexual assaults per state now you figure New York and California are pretty huge So I bet you they got the lion's share. I don't have the breakdown breakdowns of this. I bet you if I had a staff, if I had interns or whatever, or if I just had time myself, I could break this down. Is it relevant? Well, you know, where are you? Where are you right now? Do you take Uber? Have you taken an Uber? Will you take an Uber? Have you considered it? Uber, Lyft, all those. All right. But this is just an article on Uber. There's a little bit of Lyft in here, but this is just a little bit of Lyft. All right. So, 3,045 sexual assaults in you, United States Uber rides last year, which would be 2018, okay? Now, along with that, you think, you think that's it? Did you know this? Let me tell you this. By the way, I'm not proud of all this. I'm not happy about this. But I am saying this in an excited way because, I, listen, I, if I just say it monotone, you know, it comes out, you don't want to hear that. All right, so not only was this, were there 3,045 sexual assaults, and I don't know the criteria for sexual assault I wish I knew what was the definition of a sexual assault, but I guess we could all just kind of assume the worst, right what, what is the lightest the easiest, uh, you know, sexual assault you know? I, I don't know, I don't know I don't know what the criteria is but check this out, nine people were also murdered murdered dead, muerto And 58 were killed in crashes. That's a lot of people, folks. That is uh, 967. That is 3,112. I think so. Like, yeah. 3,112 people were affected negatively. Right? Don't they do the rating system? You know, that's got to be some bad ratings. Now... I'm taking this very seriously, folks. I don't want you to think I'm, I'm making any fun of this. I'm not. The number of incidents re- represent a fraction. You know I love numbers. Just point zero point, ready .0.002% of Uber's 1.3 billion rides in the United States last year. So they're going to do this. They, well, they're not really doing it badly, but that sentence is like that whole airport, that airline thing. You know, when a, when a Lufthansa flight or whatever goes down, 267 people are dead. And they go, you know, airline uh, flight, airplane flight is still one of the safest in the world, if not the safest. Because they do that comparative thing. They do the percentage. And I can't argue with that because I'm always saying 99% and all that other stuff. So, uh, So 0. 0.002% is, let me see, the first zero is tens. The second zero is hundreds. The third zero is thousandths. Now, I think the fourth zero. You can tell You know, what was it? Was it geometry? I like. All right. You know, by 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 March, I was done. Or February, I was done with geometry. Whatever this is, I don't know what this. Now that's not geometry, is it? Algebra? It doesn't matter. So it's tenth, hundredths, thousandths. I think the fourth place, the four, you know, to the right of the percent, uh, the decimal point. I think that's ten thousandths. I think it's ten thousandths. I think, and then I think the next one would be hundred thousandths. I think, but it doesn't matter. No, you know what, what measurement would you need to know that's that small? So anyway, point zero 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 two. That's pretty small, you know, out of the one point three billion. But still, one point three billion, not million, but still, to the people, to the three thousand one hundred and twelve people who were either sexually assaulted or no longer alive. That's that's no consolation to them. That's a lot of people, I think. there's still a lot of people. You know, listen, if you tell me 500 people, were, or, uh, like 450 were sexually assaulted and 40 uh, uh, whatever, uh, um, you know, 9 were killed and 40 were... Wait, wait, what was the other number? There were three numbers, right? Yeah. Um let me just go back real quick oh yeah nine people killed 58 no nine people murdered 58 killed so if you if you pared it down where three people were murdered and and, and 20 people were killed still that's like wait a minute why why is this happening in an uber why well there's a lot of reasons first of all it just represents uh, and they're saying that here that it just represents basically the united states all right it says uh Uh, There are a few comparable figures to judge Uber's safety record against. New York Police Department, uh, which keeps a register of sex crimes and rapes that occur on transit systems, counted 533 sex crimes and rapes on the transit system in 2018. Um, But anyway, so there's a guy named Tony West. He is Uber's chief legal officer. And he says the numbers are jarring and hard to digest. So one of the things you take away from this article, by the way, when you read the whole thing, and I had, I did read the whole thing, was that Uber is trying to be in front of this. They realize they have a problem. They're not hiding. They're not. They're not they, they, they did disclose the numbers. Let's hope that they're honest numbers. I mean, let's hope they're too high. Let's hope it's actually lower. But you know, they're putting out numbers, and a lot of times companies will adjust. But they're not. They're, they're, they're saying one hundred percent. These are the numbers. And uh, they say, this guy Tony West says, he's the chief legal officer of Uber. He says that these numbers are a reflection of what so- of the society that Uber serves. Okay, I- I'll buy into that. Okay, that's fine. Because, you know, where are they hiring these people? Okay, well, that's a good question. And who's riding Uber? Well, that's a good question, too. So, um, and it says here, I'm just going to try to read as little as possible, but I wanna, I got to read some of, some of it. Because uh, I didn't have time to edit. Safety has been a long-running Achilles' heel for uh, ride-hailing companies, which depend on a large number of people using this service. Um, Uber is deciding to be transparent about it, uh, cataloging their sexual assaults, their murders, and crash fatalities. All right, so, okay. So they realize that there's an issue here, that it really could hurt them, and it has hurt them, and I'll tell you in a second. All right. Now... When they started these companies, it says here, that they were flouting regulations and they were allowing almost anyone with a car to become an Uber driver, right? Without screening and without the licenses that are required in the taxi industry. Now, for those of you that don't know, Uber has really destroyed the yellow taxi industry in New York City. I can't speak for the other 49 states, but I know for a fact that there have been taxi drivers, taxi owners... Because there's a difference who have committed suicide because in New York City in order to own a taxi you need to purchase a medallion not a medallion like Al Sharpton wears around his neck once upon a time for those of you who, do, who know who Al Sharpton is and know know that he used to wear a medallion around his neck not like an Olympic medal it's this sealed it's this thing that you can only get from the taxi limousine commission the TLC and it used to be you know 5000 dollars years ago then it went up because owning a cab is a lucrative thing if you can own 5 cabs or 10 cabs you could rent them out you could make a fortune and a lot of people have a lot of most of i would say, i don't know what percentage of the yellow cabs that you see driven in New York in the movies TV shows or live when you're there most of those guys do not own those cabs the cab owners are either retired or dead and have Will those medallions on to the next of kid. Those guys there, a lot of them are, you know, immigrants and newbies, and it's a whole new world. You know, uh, for years, it was always actors and actresses, right? Like in the the TV show Taxi, right? Remember that? Jeff Conway was an actor, and all those guys, they were all hired to drive other people's cabs. Anyway, medallions, uh, in fact, I think medallions peaked at like a million dollars. Like the last guy that bought a medallion, bought bought it for like a million dollars crazy number crazy crazy number i never would have bought one for a million but i remember once upon a time they were like a hundred thousand two hundred thousand it's like buying a business and if you make a couple hundred dollars and if you know how to run a cab then you know how to make money and then and if you rent it out and you buy more than one then you know you're sitting home you're just collecting money it's a whole thing well a lot of those cab drivers have since committed suicide and i don't know how many five of them ten of them 50 of them But it's been in the news in New York. I don't know. but I don't have time to look it up, but I know it's a decent amount. Hey, listen, if it's five, it's a lot. Committing suicide because you're you're taking a financial hit, it's a big deal. Okay, so they ruined the the cab And now, if you know anything about New York, it's always been filled with traffic. It's always been heavy traffic because everywhere you look, there's cabs. If you stand on any major avenue, east side, west side, uptown, downtown, it's all yellow cabs. It's everybody's going somewhere. And there's still people who ride the train. And for some reason, people ride the bus. I don't know why. You know, New York City buses, you know, it's like the worst. You could walk faster than a bus. But now they've created all these bus lanes. So things have gotten better. Okay. Anyway, but uh, they've ruined the, the, the taxi uh, industry. All right? I don't think they never should. I, I don't really. I, listen, I'm pro progress, right? And I'm pro capitalism, and I'm pro technology, and all that good stuff. But I think New York City did not do Uber the right way. I think they they should have done it really slow, and they should have found the balance. You know, try, try to create a balance and not kill these guys. They knew, everybody knew, that you were going to kill the medallion business, and and you could have compensated these guys. You could say, all right, listen, guys, we're going to kill your medallion business, but guess what? We're going to make it up to you. All right, we're not, we we don't want you committing suicide. They didn't do that. They said, ah, too bad, progress. You shouldn't have bought that medallion. Now you're screwed. You know, that's kind of like... It's, I mean, listen, it happens all the time, right? It's like... Uh, um, well, look at AT&T or whatever. Look at these phone companies. And out. Once upon a time, we used to dial. And we used to have uh, guys come to the house and they'd put a hole in the wall and they would run a wire and, and you would have to pay for that box or you would rent it and then you'd have to pay for long distance and you pay by the minute. It was all these bills, bills, bills. Now, like, who has a hard line in their house? Nobody. I mean, I know one one farm one uh, senior citizen couple in Saugerties still has a, a black rotary phone with a hard line I think so I haven't spoken to the, the daughter in a long time but she, they own a farm in uh, Saugerties right it's uh, things change they, my job is going to be gone one day they're going to have robots doing my job so whatever okay let me just check to see how much time I have left oh wow boy that went fast okay so let's get to this article a little bit more because um, there's some really interesting stuff here and I'm not going to get to really what I really wanted to get to as far as Uber. Because I, I, I might have to do a part two. Um, in 2017, a woman was raped by her Uber driver in India. And she sued the company for obtaining and mishandling her medical records. And she lay, later uh, settled for undisclosed um, sum. This week, 19 women joined a lawsuit against Lyft saying they had been sexually assaulted during rides arranged by the company. That is, listen, this is some craziness. And by the way, I used to be a car service driver. Not yellow cab, car service. And then eventually, um, you know, it was just a junky Dodge Dart. I worked for this company called Avenue J Car Service in Brooklyn. Um, and then I drove a stretch limousine for a company called Manhattan Limousine in, uh, in Manhattan. And I went all over. I drove a lot of executives, celebrities, all that. And you know something? These numbers are shocking to me. In a way because, you know, I'm Dave Canyon. So I'm never looking for trouble. But one thing I can tell you this. I perfectly, perfectly, 100%, always have and always will. I understand the driver-passenger agreement. I understand it works i barely make eye contact with the limo was different it was a little bit more personal but i barely make eye contact i don't say anything except where to okay there you go and if i have like where like specifically front back you know whatever but there's no touching there's no touching you don't even get out of your seat with the limo i had to get out open the door and i only would make contact if it was somebody who had trouble because sometimes these limos are weird and these people are a little bit older or whatever. They had trouble getting out of the limo. It's, it's different than a regular car. So you would reach in and I would... If it was a lady especially, I'd help them get out. And, uh, you know, I would make sure they didn't hit their head on the way in. And uh, whatever. But never, never anything else. And these guys, you know, crazy that, they, that there'd be an issue. I mean, there's rape, there's murder, there's sexual assault. 3,112 people. That's really insane. Um... There was a lot more numbers in here that were really shocking to me. Um, Let's see if I can find it. Uh, Okay, so both of these companies, listen to this. They had like these stock offerings. They're both, uh, Uber and Lyft are struggling financially. Both companies staged prominent initial public offerings that went on to disappoint on Wall Street. The companies are also losing enormous sums of money. Because of the continuous expense of attracting drivers, qualified drivers, and passengers. Both of them. Last month, Uber. Last month, November. Maybe. Maybe it's October. Last month, Uber posted a quarterly loss of $1.2 billion. That's a lot of money to lose. Listen, man. You can't just put anybody behind the wheel of a car. Am I saying this because I'm a truck driver and I have a bias? You bet. You bet. You can't just put anybody behind the wheel of anything. I don't care if it's a forklift. People have to be trained. You have to have a certain uh, uh, intuition, like uh, intuitive. You have to, you have to have a certain uh, whatever. Say something French right now. You have to have that. That's if you don't have that, you're going to be in trouble. And you, you got to have some. You got to, you got to, you just got to know how to behave. I don't, I don't know how you get around to raping or murdering. Um, Alright, anyway, but this report doesn't say anything about Uber's operations outside of the United States. This is only the United States. In Brazil, India and elsewhere, murders and assaults stemming from ride-hailing services have been widely reported. And there's a company, I think called Didi, D-I-D-I, Chuxing, C-H-U-X-I-N-G, suspended some of its services in China and fired executives last year after a female passenger was raped and killed. A passenger. I mean, why would you take the job at Uber? I mean, how long were were these guys on the job before they did this? I mean, did they just say, hey, you know, this is a great way to meet women and assault them. See, that's, I have a hard time with that. You would think, oh, yeah, I want this job because I got to make money. I got a family to support. Or even if you're just a guy all by yourself, I got to pay the rent. I'm not going to put myself in danger of going to prison. Why would I do that? That's why I don't understand how guys behave. I just don't understand. Um, All right, here's some interesting stuff. I hope I have time for this. Let me see. Let me just check. Because if I have to, I'll do a part two. Okay, real quickly. Let's do this. This is some interesting stuff. The report covered the safety of both riders and drivers. Murder victims were drivers, passengers, and third parties. So those nine people that got murdered, um, I think it was nine, were drivers, passengers, and third parties. In cases of rape, uh, maybe I'll explain the third party in a second. In cases of rape, Uber said 92% of the reported victims were riders. 8% were not riders. Drivers reported other types of sexual assaults at roughly the same rate as riders. Hmm. Uber says it cataloged 2,936 sexual assaults in 2017. 3,045 in 2018. Okay, ranging from unwanted kissing of what it called a non-sexual body part. Sexual assaults can be kissing of what it called a non-sexual body part to attempted rape and rape. The largest category of was non-consensual touching of a sexual body part, like someone's mouth or genitals. Jeez. I mean, I don't know how, how do you get out from your seat and go, hey, give give me that mouth. I want to touch it. Where's your genitals? Just just sit in the seat and hit the button on the phone and then end the ride. What are you doing? Uh, All right. The number of fatal crashes related to Uber trips was 49 in 2017 and 58 in 2018. They went up nine fatal crashes. The statistics included accidents that occurred outside Uber vehicles, such such as when a passenger was struck after exiting a ride and crashes in which Uber drivers were not at fault. Uber disclosed 10 murders in 2017, 9, and 2018. Oh, they're going down. They're trending downward. Seven victims were drivers, eight were passengers, and four were third parties like bystanders outside the Uber vehicle. All right, listen, I can go on and on about this, but that's some crazy stuff. That is some crazy information. And I got to tell you, one rape is one rape too many. If it was my wife or my daughter, or well, listen, it could be a guy, right? Um, they didn't—they didn't break that down, but uh, you know, it's too many. You can't just put anybody behind the wheel. You gotta have some criteria. You got to. You got to do something. And this is—this is, this is gonna—this is not good for for anybody, by the way. Not good for anybody. All right, it's a bad year to be a man. It's, it's a bad the last couple of years. It's been tough, right? Horrible. We're behaving badly. I'll see you next show. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dumbing It Down with Dave. Goodbye, good day, good night, good luck, good riddance, Godspeed, good racks, and great skills. Take care.